Happy Sunday, you all. It's Sunday, September 5th, 2021, and this is the Daily Podcast Practice Show. I'm your host, the practicing podcaster tour, Rich Grimshaw, here with another fun-filled episode. Another in a continuing string, uninterrupted string of daily podcasting practice sessions. Something like that. Today is... Let's see. We're going to pick one of the things that today is. We're going to pick National Pet Rock Day. <laughs> I remember the pet rock. I, yes, I was old enough to know that. I didn't buy one, but I remember the fad. It was created uh, in 1975 by a guy named Gary Dahl, D-A-H-L. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He is. He was in advertising, and he, he, he was very imaginative. And I love the story of how this came about. So I'm going to go to his page in wikipedia.org and we're going to read a little bit about it. So our man Gary was living in Los, Los Gatos, California. Where is that? Los Los Gatos. That's um up around San Francisco, I think, the Bay Area. I think so anyhow. He was sitting in a bar listening to friends complain about their pets and he joked that he had the perfect pet, a rock. <laughs> And so he uh, he went with it. Uh, he wrote an instruction book on how to care and feed and exercise and just take care of your pet rock. And he put that together with a, a real rock, kind of a smooth river type rock. And he sold these for four bucks a piece. <laughs> and he sold at least a million of them. So I'm sure the margins were pretty good. And so he made more than a million dollars. Anyhow, probably made several million dollars. By the way, in uh, 1975 money, that that $4 equates to about $18 today in 2021. I think that's what it is. And then he took the proceeds from his Pet Rock deal, and he opened a bar in Los Gatos, Gatos California, and he named it Carrie Nations, named after the famous bar smasher. Don't know who that is. And then he later attempted to follow up his success with the Pet Rocks with sand breeding kits and red China dirt, a plan to smuggle mainland China into the U.S. one cubic centimeter at a time. But these these didn't go very far, and they had far less impact than the Pet Rock did. The Pet Rock craze lasted like half a year or so, and then the novelty wore off and it was done. <laughs> but wait, there's more. In 2000, he entered a contest called the Bulwer-Lytton, L-Y-T-T-O-N, Fiction Contest, which is sponsored by San Jose State University every year. And the the rules for the contest are that each one who enters has to uh, write or compose the opening sentence to the worst of all possible novels. That is one that is deliberately bad. And you'll, and you'll like to know that Bulwer-Lytton, uh, is an author himself. He wrote the book in, uh, there was an 1830 novel called Paul Clifford, and it opens with, it was a dark and stormy night. And f- so from that, they're looking for other people who can write bad prose. And apparently Gary Dahl had uh, a knack for that because he won in 2000. And here is his winning entry. The heather and crusted headlands veiled in fog as thick as smoke in a crowded pub. Hunched precariously over the moors, their rocky elbows slipping off land's end, their bulbous, craggy noses thrust into the thick foam of the North Sea like bearded old men falling asleep in their pints. 
Yeah, he won with that. And he he beat he beat four other four thousand other entries to win. So good for you. Gary died in twenty fifteen in Jacksonville, Oregon of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, C O P D. He was an interesting guy, and I sure do remember the pet rock craze. And now you know about it too. All right, let's move on. Today's word is outlaw, spelled O-U-T-L-A-W-C. Now, even I can spell outlaw. Outlaw is a noun that means a few different things, but for today's podcast, we focus on the meaning of a lawless person or a fugitive from the law. Here's the word used in a sentence. Jesse James was one of the most famous outlaws of America's early history. Try using that in your next letter to the board of trustees of your favorite college. And the reason that I chose outlaw is because born on this day in 1847, American outlaw Jesse James in Kearney, Missouri. Kearney is a little north of Kansas City, Missouri, on the western border of Missouri and Kansas. Jesse uh, fought in the Confederate Army. Well, he, he fought for the Confederate side, but he wasn't exactly an enlisted army man. He was part of a guerrilla force known as the Bushwhackers, operating in Missouri and Kansas during the American Civil War. After the war, he became an outlaw and bandit notorious for robbing banks and trains, and he formed gangs with his brother Frank and associates and evaded capture for about 15 years. He was killed by a member of his gang in 1882 for the reward for... We're going to do that sentence again. He was killed by a member of his gang in 1882 because the member of the gang wanted the reward money. And he died April 3rd, 1882 at age 34. Young man. So it's not, it's not true that only the good die young. The bad die young too. Happy birthday, Jesse the Outlaw. And that will do it for today. We're not going to go any further. I just want to drop a note here about the blog at richgrimshaw.com. I'm having a hard time writing that stuff every day. That's a that's a steeper climb than I had uh, than I had thought. I'm going to continue to try to write something every day, but I'm not going to post it on the blog because that posting it on the blog is just a little bit more friction, a little bit more effort, and I'm hoping that if I can take that part out of it and and just focus on the writing part and not the production part of it, maybe that'll just give me a leg up and then if I can write every day for a good long streak, I'm hoping that I'll get my writing muscles flexed and working so that I can write real regular. That's that's my plan anyhow. So that's it for today. I am Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.